What we want to do is dive a little deeper into your brain. If I'm going to a pizza restaurant, stay with me. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> where, where, where did this come from? Okay, pizza, I yes, go to a pizza restaurant. Welcome to Leadership Decanted, where we engage with the latest thinking on all things leadership, and we keep the conversation going over a nice bottle of wine. Hello, Paul. Hey, KG. Great to see you again. And you. How are you these days? You're looking good. Oh, thanks, you, you know, I, I'm impressed by <laughs> the fact that it, I, I feel like I'm underdressed today. So you're, you're making me look bad. I can well, say you know, the, the dress maketh the man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's working for you, thank man. You, it's working for you. you. This is going to be our penultimate full episode for the year. Just wow, thought to let people know. That's penultimate. Big. Yes. It'll be this one, and then it'll be one more, and we will have a cheeky half yeah. in between, and we have been playing around with the idea of doing something over the summer break, a couple of cheeky halves, but we're yeah. not going to call them that. We're going to think of something more creative. Yeah, yeah, something different, because yeah, it is yeah. different. Right? That's right, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's going to be summer for us here in the Southern Hemisphere, so we're going to make best use of that as we can. That's you know? right. Hopefully right. the weather works out for us. Too. That's right, and we'll maybe, yeah, maybe we'll just be drinking something else. Maybe not, maybe not, yeah, maybe not the wine. We'll see, we'll see. (laughs) But, but we're not there yet. No, no. So we still have a couple of bottles that we need to get through. Yes. This one included. And what is this one this time? Right. It's a Buller and Son Calliope 2002 Shiraz. Okay, okay. From the Rutherglen region. I can already tell. It's a beautiful bottle. It sounds good. Well, Buller and Son in a sense, synonymous with the Rutherglen region, which is, I believe, the northeast of Victoria. And Rutherglen is normally known for its fortified wines, amongst other things, but mostly fortified mm-hmm. wines, nice muskets and, and toques and things like that. But also, clearly, they do uh, red wine in this case. Yeah. And it's a Shiraz. It is a 2002, so it's relatively aged. Yeah, it's going to be good, I can tell. Well, it's got a cork. I have to open it. I don't know what it's going to taste like, but we <laughs> rarely ever do. So let's have a look. Yes. Let's, let's give it a shot. Let's do it. Here we go. And we got the real deal, the cork. So this is big. We have cork. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. And ladies and gentlemen, no sound effects there. That's the real deal. That was the real deal. <laughs> and I am just having a little bit of a whiff of the cork. And it smells very fruity. Mm. Very, very fruity. So let's give it it a shot and see what happens. It's funny. I always can tell that it's going to be good wine because you picked it. Because uh, (laughs) I don't think you've gotten one wrong yet. So well done. Plenty of time. (laughs) Plenty of time. Well, you've spared me. So it's been good. (laughs) You're very kind. All right. Now, if you remember, we have to make sure we pronounce this accurately. Oh, yes. I will follow your lead. Go for it. Slauncha. 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 It's a deep, dark, plummy, berry. It's almost fruity. That is intense. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. There wow. you go. It's a Buller and Sons 2002 Calliope Shiraz. I have no idea if you can still get it. I don't know if they make it. We will link to the winemaker's webpage yeah. on our description notes. Highly recommend it. If you can get it, sure. If not... 
Sorry, but this is really nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll take one for the team. We will. We will. Slaunter. Slaunter. So we just had to take a moment because this wine is so nice. <laughs> just to gather our thoughts. Yes. But today, KG, what we want to do is dive a little deeper into your brain. Ooh, it's scary in there. I'm yeah, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm scared too. <laughs> but as our listeners might know, you have written a book. And we did talk at some stage, maybe very early on in the podcast series, about one of the themes yeah. that you were going to write about, which yeah. was Purpose Over Task. Yes. And people can look that up. It's a, it's a great episode. And then when your book was published, when it came out, we had a conversation about your journey to writing that book and what that yes. was like. It Remember was a journey, that? yes, yes. <laughs> but what I really want to do today is delve into one of the themes of the book. I mean, there are so many in there, but one of the themes that seems to have resonated at least with a number of readers who have been kind enough to send you back some feedback. Yeah, uh, look, it is funny when you mention, should we cover a topic in the book? Mm. I've got lots of ones that I think, oh, sure. that's my favorite, right? And as writer, as the author, you just have your favorite. You think that that is a good piece. Uh, you know, that that, 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 that was good. That's right. But and then know, every, someone surprises so they, you. They, and they, they say, no, that wasn't, no, exactly, that that wasn't was, the best one. That no, that wasn't the best one. This is the best right. one. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone says, no, 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 that's not the best one. That's that's the, right. So what I'd like to do is I just want to give our listeners a bit of a feel for the toolkit that you provide. And then you tell us which is the one that we're going to talk about and what is it that's resonating. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Right. So... Listeners, in case you haven't had a chance to read the book, and if you haven't, I would highly recommend it. It's called 10 Leading Tools, Rules, Tools and Habits for Leading Yourself and Leading Others by KG Butler. We'll also leave a link in our description notes for that one. But there are 10 tools in this book. Yes. Correct? As, yes, the 10. The yes. 10, the 10 <laughs> tools. They are Purpose Over Task, Learn a New Language, Tell Different Stories, Create currents, play, pulse, be vanilla, be agile, be real, be bold. So those are the 10 tools that you like, you put forward and you explore in some lovely detail for the reader. So tell us which one is it that has surprised you? Which one seems to have resonated most, at least up to this point, with your readership? It's always interesting because, you know, I had lots in my head and when I got an opportunity to write them down, these were the ones that I thought, okay, these will at least have some common, you know, people I hope will see some of themselves in each of these tools and the opportunity to use some of the tools. And for those of you who haven't read the book and you want to know what I mean by tool, what I'm really talking about is skills and, you know, learnings and things that uh, you can do to utilize the, you know, sometimes it's a habit, sometimes it's a, a rule, sometimes it's a combination of things that helps you be a better leader, you know. Even though the book suggests that they are tools, they are much more than that. They are a combination of mindsets and attitudes and approaches, exactly, that that will help to shape 
how you exercise leadership. Yeah, maybe even how you think of yourself. Yes. And and what you think leadership is all about. Yeah. And when I went through, as you can tell, some of the names are a little odd, right? Yes. So some of them are straightforward. They're purpose over task. I think that is pretty straightforward. Mm. You can tell what that's going to be all about. It's going to be about purpose and trying to make sure that you understand how to choose purpose versus the task in your day-to-day and, you know, how you lead people. But some of them are a little less obvious. Mm. And one of the ones that has been a surprise to me that has come back and people have said, especially be vanilla, <laughs> so that, yes. that kind of thing. I think, okay. So one of the tools is called be vanilla. And that one has seemed to resonate with quite right. a few people. And it is not the one that I thought was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep that one a secret for yes. now. So tell us about be vanilla. What is it? What do you mean when you say be vanilla? It's an analogy, and what that is really talking about is doing things that are often considered ordinary and not exciting and just doing kind of the plain stuff. So I tell a story about the vanilla bean, and I also tell a story about how the word vanilla has been synonymous with plain and yeah that, and that, beige in beige yeah, yeah it's just kind of ordinary right mm. so compared to all other ice creams for example yeah vanilla is uh, you know if you if you go to um, an ice cream shop you have all the colors of the rainbow and all the different types rarely do people actually get vanilla they get all the other exciting things and so when I talked about be vanilla in the book, I was really talking about when it comes to arming yourself to be a better leader, sometimes the ordinary, the plain, the basic stuff is really what we need to focus on. And that's what really mm. be vanilla is all about. It's about forming base habits that make you a better individual, a better person, uh, gives you structure, gives you kind of that base and then it's those things that actually uh, makes you be able to do all the other things that you want to do. Right, the basics first, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Foundation, foundational that, things. That's what it's all about. And so what was it about the way that, well, what you saw around you, the way that leadership was being exercised, that led you to believe that was missing or that being vanilla was the way to go? Well, it's, it's really kind of a today thing. You know, we, we're always fascinated by the extraordinary. And we, we look at stories of people doing extraordinary things, starting companies, coming from rags to riches, all of those things we really get fascinated by. And I have held a long-standing belief that we don't need to get so fascinated with those things. Those are interesting, right? But they're anomalies. For the most of us, for the majority of us, we can do extraordinary things by focusing on the basics. Mm. And that starts with forming good habits in our life. And sometimes those habits seem very basic. And Mm. that's what doesn't get attention. You know, you won't see any news stories about it. You won't see any breaking reports because it's unremarkable. It is vanilla. But those are the things that we really can lean on when all the other stuff goes to dust, right? Yeah. Everything else falls apart. Mm. If you have this base foundation of good habits, you can always go back to those because they just work and you know they work. And that's what I wanted to kind of get across with being mm. vanilla. It is not about all the exciting stuff necessarily, or it's not about all the exciting stuff all the time. Sometimes it is about some of the base things that we forget and ignore. 
uh, one of the stories in the book is about, you know, making your bed every day and things like that, which, you know, you think, what does that have to do with, uh, with leadership? Well, it, it doesn't have much to do with leadership, but what it has to do with is getting yourself in a position so mm-hmm. that you start to create that foundation of knowing that there are some habits that you will do, you can yeah. do, and that they will make you a better you. And then once you get to be a better you, then you can work on being a better leader. And so it's trying to build on those habits. And I think James Clear calls it habit stacking, right? And yeah. you, you build on the small things, you, you know you're doing that well, and then you Find something that is around that that uh, also that you can build on because you've now started doing this thing that is now become easy and then you build on top of that and yep. you build on top of that and that's what uh, Bibanel is all about. Yeah, I was just thinking James Clear's Atomic Habits will be a great companion piece yeah. for for this chapter in your book. That's right. That's right. And so it seems that this B Vanilla concept really seeks to I was going to say fly in the face of, but it seems it seems to counter. What is still a prevailing concept around leadership, which is, you know, the great man theory. Yeah. And it is the great man theory because it's often a man and often a white man, middle-aged, yada, yada, who is seen as the shining white knight who leads people into success, greatness. And these white men are heroes. It's a heroic narrative. Yeah. Where it's whether it's rags to riches or whether it's, you know, creating something stupendous and, and huge and overpowering. What Vanilla does is it pulls that down a little bit, pulls that back and say, look, you know, those people exist, but as you made the point, they are an anomaly. They are not what happens every day in leadership. Yeah. And success in leadership and impact in leadership and contribution in leadership comes about by doing the smaller things, the more mundane, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, the more mundane yes. things that get, like you said, no attention. Won't get the attention if you if you sit down and you have a conversation with you know someone you work with and you just give them comfort. Mm. Nobody's going to give you attention. To that. You're not going to get any awards for it. You're not going to get the opportunity to present that to your board. But that's what you need to do to help build your team. You know, you yeah. build their confidence one by one, and you go off and you do these things that are not necessarily going to show up for people around you. They won't see it. They won't see all of those things that you're doing to create a great team. But sometimes it's about just doing the small things Mm. every day and doing those well that will ultimately create that great team. You can do all the transformation you want on, you know, having consultants come in, talk to the team and so forth, but it is about the little things that you do that yep. actually make it successful. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because when you can do the simple things well, they actually do stand out. Yeah. So, for example, one of the things that I love doing, if I'm going to a pizza restaurant, stay with me. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> where, where, where did this come from? Okay. Pizza, if yes, I go to a pizza restaurant, I will ask for the most basic pizza. Yeah. Almost always, without doubt. Because I want to know how good is this how, how yes. good is this pizza? <laughs> yes. Right. Don't, you don't confuse <laughs> me with all the other flavors. <laughs> yes. I want to know, do you do the fundamentals yeah. well? Is the tomato sauce right? Yeah, is the, is the, the cheese right? It's a crust, exactly. Yes. You know? <laughs> okay. So I always I choose like the yeah. most basic thing, and that will tell me very quickly you know, how good this pizza is. Yeah. And then, or, you know, if I want some more flavors, I'll ask for another pizza, right? Yeah, that's it. 
And so that ability to do those simple things, to really honour and respect the simple things that make up leadership, I think is really important. It's really um, a rare conversation. Yeah, right? and, and I think that's why it needs to be brought up, right? It's because mm-hmm. we don't get an opportunity to talk about just the basics. And I love that about the pizza because you're right, if they can do those things well, then you know when they start putting all other combinations of toppings and, and mm. so forth, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. But you want to make sure that those basics are right. really shining. They, they stand out or they stand on their own and they yep. allow you to build on top of. Another concept that I often talk about is is foundational, right? The Bibanella is about building that foundation and that foundation is what you build everything on top of. But if you don't have that strong foundation, it's really hard to build up. And you can have all the plans in the world, but if you don't have that core foundation right, it's really difficult to excel. And your leadership skills are much like that, where you can go off and learn lots of things, but the first thing you need to do is do the basics. And I think that's, you know, what this is all about. And so if somebody is considering or just stepping into a leadership role or some leadership practice, what would you consider to be the fundamental ingredients of vanilla? (laughs) Well, it's some of those things that all leaders do, but you don't necessarily get the opportunity to understand that you're doing it, right? So some of those things are connecting. You mean like the tacit skills that people take for granted and it's difficult to articulate, but you do it anyway. You do it. And and that's what makes people work with you well and and so forth. So I always talk about connection, right? Mm. So connecting with people is one of those base skills that no one's going to really talk about in a course, in a, in a clinic that you do about leadership. But if you want to lead people well, you will learn how to have a connection with your team. Or, you know, I'm, I'm putting it in a team context, but maybe sure. it's your family or maybe it's uh, you're trying to do something in a, a community sense. But you will form some type of relationship, connection, mm-hmm that you can start to understand who they are before you try to lead them in anything. And those are the base things. So that's one of those base things that we need to do as human beings that really translates into leadership really well. But we often forget it when we start to talk about the things, the skills that you need to be Mm. as a leader. We skip over that somehow and start talking about critical thinking and all those other things, which are fantastic. You want to do those things. You need those things, especially at certain times. But if you haven't developed the skills or not really developed, but really started to appreciate those basic skills like connecting with people, then those other things, the fancier things, Mm. aren't aren't as effective. So what else then, aside from connection, might be part of that ingredient to the vanilla? Well, if you think about one of the other aspects that I call kind of the core, I call context also a core, and that is having the ability to provide basic context to people. So when we have a conversation, we want to make sure that we are setting the scene, give them the background, give them the the reason why they're doing something before you go into 
go do these things. And again, those are things that we all need to do. If we do them the basics well, we will find that all the other stuff that we do as leaders really starts to take hold. We can build on top of that quite easy. But again, quite often people don't do that. They, they skip mm. all of those basic sure. things. Like before you tell them to go build a bridge, tell them what people who are being impacted by the missing bridge, tell them about that and, and why it's so important. Because if you can do that well, then people will form their own reason why they want to go help you build that bridge. It won't be because you told them to. It'll be because they now understand the value of that and they understand the impact that it can have and they want to be a part of it. And it's those kind of things. It's that context. So you're saying part of being vanilla is build connection, provide context. What else? There's communication is also part of that. But I talk about these things as almost elements um, right. that you should do as, as leaders. But when I talk about in the book about vanilla, what I'm really trying to have people do is step back and think about themselves as a human being first and think about how we get better at things as a human being is just do the basics, practice on those basics. Once you get those basics down, Add a little bit on top of that and a little bit on top of that. And ultimately, what you'll find is that you've over time built this really solid repertoire of skills that you can continue to fall back on anytime you want to. And that's what I'm trying to get across in the vanilla um, chapter is just basically go back to the fundamentals of almost life if you want to, to kind of take it out of just corporate leadership and just talk about if you do those basics really well, you can start to add on top of it. What strikes me, though, is that you, know, you speak of connection, you speak of context, you speak of communication, but I'm reminded that, back to that pizza analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going to change that. I'm going to change it now to sushi, Ooh. right? <laughs> Because sushi, in and of itself, it looks really simple, like the, some some rice and some raw fish on top, and yeah. the, something's happening in in between there, maybe some wasabi. But sushi is one of the most difficult things to master of all the culinary arts, mm. and yet it looks simple, right? it looks easy, it looks vanilla. Some fish, rice, and that's it. It strikes me that whilst you might speak of connection, context, communication, as if they're foundational. It doesn't suggest that it's a set and forget. No, no. There seems to me a need to continuously master the craft. It's a craftsman's approach. It's an artist's approach to these things. Would that be right in that you might have these elements or these ingredients, but they don't stay formed. The ice cream might melt if you don't look after it. It's a great point. And I think it leads to one of the other pieces that we talk about in the book. And that is that the vanilla bean itself, cultivating a vanilla bean is really difficult. It only can be grown in a couple of places in the world. It only basically flowers once a year. And farmers have to basically be ready to farm that at the right time, at the right temperature. And then you have to do all this other process about drying it and so forth and so on. So in itself, vanilla is extremely hard 
It's extremely hard to create, and that's why it's one of the most expensive ingredients that you can cook with as far as spices other than saffron. But in itself, we consider it plain, and that's why I chose vanilla as the, yeah. uh, as the word, right? Because it is that difficult. I mean, we still have to work on it, and you still yep. have to, to do a lot to actually create vanilla. It is something that you have to continually work at, but... It gets overlooked, and, yes. and and it's so it's got that. <laughs> and yet, w- when you have really good vanilla ice cream, yeah. oh man, you're like, oh, it's amazing. This, this is you this know is what it, it should it, be. It's, it's a this punch is in your mouth, and you're like, right. but <laughs> but we kind of yeah take it for granted. Yeah, and I wanted us all to do that kind of step back and say. Yes, any habit you're trying to create, anything that you're trying to build on, it is hard. It tests you. It taxes you. You know, you will always start something and then have two steps back. And, you know, all those things happen to you. But that's that difficult part. That's that hard work part that is underneath the covers. But if you know that greatness is actually built on those basic foundations, I think you you can work at it a little bit yeah. more readily, right? Because you know, okay, these are the base things that I have to do to do anything that I want to do that's going to be worthwhile. And then it works for us. I don't think I mentioned anything about brushing your teeth and all those mm. kind of things, but it's, it's those kind of things that we build on top of. And if we know that we do them well, then we don't have to go to the dentist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a good, that's like a good <laughs> point. Yeah, you don't just brush your teeth one day <laughs> and that's it, right? It's every day. It's, it's, you got to keep like, going. Uh, and you then now they're going to add flossing and now they want me yeah, to do this. Yeah, and so I'm like, does oh. this stop? <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that we have to do and it does help us along the way. And, and, and that's all I wanted to create it out of this. So don't undervalue, don't dismiss vanilla. Don't there is a place, <laughs> a very important fundamental place for vanilla. It is the thing that can lead to greatness. And that's what I wanted to, to talk about. And, and look, I, I love the fact that we had an opportunity to talk about, you know, a, a chapter in the book. But really, for me, this is all about making sure that us as as people, we get an opportunity to, to rethink how we approach these kind of things. Yeah. So that's what's fun. You know what? I'm hungry now. Yeah. I think I'm going to have some pizza followed by some vanilla ice cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we have a perfect combination. Oh, Love it, That's man. on the menu. Love it. Right. Thank you. Thanks, KG, for uh, that. That's fun. fantastic. And listeners, great to have you with us. Just letting you know... This is our second last episode for the year. If you're listening in real time, don't worry, we've got your back. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll do something over our summertime. Yeah, we'll have a break, but we, yeah. we always like doing this. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> just in the meantime, use that time just to email us. What do you want to hear about? What do you want us to talk about? What can we pursue? What themes? What topics? What books? What podcasts? Whatever it is that you think might be interesting, just to chat over a glass of wine. Yes, love it. <laughs> and to that point, Slauncha. Slauncha. That's it for our show today. If you liked what you heard, if you liked our conversation, if you want to hear more, please rate us, review us, subscribe. Tell your friends, your family, your enemies, everyone you know. As always, we'd like to hear your feedback about any particular leadership topic you'd like to hear about or want us to explore. Please let us know by reaching out to us at askusatleadershipdecanted.com. That's A-S-K-U-S at leadershipdecanted.com. You can also leave your comments and suggestions at our website at leadershipdecanted.com. We really appreciate your time and comments. Thanks for listening and come back next time.